Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now. for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure... Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. Just in the nick of time. What's up, everybody? Coulter Nuanas, Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. Thanks so much for tuning in. Hope you're having a phenomenal Wednesday. I sound like I ate a pack of cigarettes because that's what it's like standing outside right now uh, in Missoula. Just got back uh, from the University of Montana football practice. Uh, swung in earlier today for a memorial uh, on campus there for Bill Knowles, a guy who... Um, Taught a great many of us. When you teach a 100-level class at Montana, journalism or otherwise, you touch a lot of lives. And uh, Bill Knowles, one of the most interesting and uh, most beloved professors on the University of Montana campus, he passed away at the age of 86 uh, a little while ago, and they honored him today. So I swung by there for a minute. I wasn't able to stay for the whole thing, but some great stories and uh, some great remembrances. And then I touched base with... Montana head coach Bobby Houck, last week we got a little crossed up because of the scheduling of it all, and I wasn't able to catch up with Coach Houck. So we'll have Coach Houck for you tomorrow, part of our Houck highlights presented uh, by Ryan Holloway and Miller. Today, though, again, the schedule's been all funky because we didn't have a show on Monday. So Monday's show happened Tuesday. That's yesterday. But now we're back on the Wednesday schedule, but we still got to fulfill some stuff that we usually do on Tuesdays and we talked all things Grizz, all things Bobcats, all things Frontier Conference, and all things NFL yesterday with both Riley Corcoran, the voice of the Grizz, and Marty Morneweg, longtime NFL coach and our uh, lead NFL analyst here at ESPN Montana. We haven't told you a lick about what happened over the uh, weekend at the high school football level and in high school sports in general. So we'll get things started off with a little prep roundup. Uh, letting you know all, all of the latest and greatest in the world of high school sports, football heavy, but also a couple other uh, outstanding performances to highlight. About 4.30, Mike Anderson from the Grizz hockey team is swinging in uh, to give us an update on what's going on with their squad. Crazy to think, we are now three weeks and two days away from the Grizz hockey opener. So I know usually... There's football fever in Missoula, and that's certainly true once again. South Dakota coming to town this weekend, a great uh, non-conference opponent for the Grizzlies here at Washington Grizzly Stadium. And the Grizz certainly on high alert, uh, as you'll hear tomorrow from Coach Houck. He said that they are fully aware of how good South Dakota is, and they are fully preparing uh, for a top 25 matchup on Saturday. But Grizz hockey right around the corner as well, so it'll be fun to have some crossover there. We also have the illustrious return of Wing It Wednesday, and we got wings for you. Desperado Sports Tavern and Grill, 10 years and running, uh, one of our great and most long-term sponsors here uh, at Nuanas Now ESPN Radio, uh, as well as just at ESPN Radio, ESPN Montana in general. So we have a dozen wings for the Desperado for you about 445. Top of the hour, 
we buried the lead. Bill Knowles, the old journalism professor, he'd be mad at me because the uh, the star of this show today is not me, and it never is. It always is our awesome guests. Cowboy Joe, Joe Glenn, the football coach of the University of Montana uh, for just a brief moment in time, just 1999, 2000, and 2001, but led the Grizzlies to back-to-back FCS, I guess, Division I AA at that time, uh, national championship games, and uh, a guy who is beloved, well-remembered, and uh, a guy that's just really fun to talk to. The crossover here is that Gled led the Grizzlies uh, in the early 2000s, then he went to Wyoming for a span, and then he returned to the FCS level at South Dakota. And he sort of laid the foundation for now what South Dakota's become under Bob Nielsen, which is a playoff team a year ago, and they've been really good uh, in recent years. The Dakota schools in general, NDSU, North Dakota State, and South Dakota State get so many of the headlines. But their in-state peers, North Dakota and South Dakota, have also sort of quietly, because they've been sort of in the shadow of their in-state rivals and because NDSU and SDSU have a great sort of uh, interstate rivalry, North Dakota and South Dakota are both very good as well, and there's a reason why. It's it's resources. It's money. They, they poured money into their program. So we'll get some perspective from Coach Glenn on what it was like coaching at Montana, what it was like coaching at South Dakota, and what he thinks of this upcoming game uh, as South Dakota uh, visits Missoula. Uh, on Saturday, and then five thirty. Better, I guess we better have the uh, Big Sky High fight song queued up. One Big Sky Eagle, that's me, is joined by another former Big Sky Eagle, that's Tyler Flink. He's our Grizz Star of the Week. Scored his first career touchdown on Saturday. A fellow Big Sky Eagle, he got Levi Janicaro blocked a punt, and Flink recovered it and returned it for a touchdown to give Montana a twenty-six zero lead at halftime on the way to a forty-seven to zero win over Northwestern State. So excited to have Tyler Flink join us as our Grizz Star of the Week uh, right after Grizz practice wraps up this afternoon. So there you go. It's a show outlook. It's presented by Brent Wahlberg and the Wahlberg team. Wahlberg team, the official realtors of Grizz Athletics. Any and all questions you might have in the real estate world, give Brent and his team a call today. is now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the new ESPN Montana app. You want to be a part of the show, 406 888 1029. That's 888 Call or text us. All guests will jo- join us via the Rangers Brothers RV phone line. And if you don't have the app, get it. And uh, if you can't find the app or you don't, uh, well, you want to just use it right on your computer, you can always go to our station website as well, 1029ESPN.com. Click on Listen Live, and that's where you're going to find the stream. Next Wednesday, I'm leaving town next Tuesday. We'll have Nuanas now from the road Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. We'll be broadcasting from various uh, establishments in Portland. Uh, this this remote uh, series is presented by Ten Barrel Brewing. And uh, so we'll be on the road there uh, in the City of Roses. Multiple motivations to go out there. we got some work that we're going to be doing with the Grizzly Scholarship Association, some work we're going to be doing with the Montana State Alumni Association. MSU is out there to play Oregon State uh, in downtown Portland. Um, so that's an interesting fold as well. Research Stadium will not be ready and renovated until two weeks later uh, when Pac-12 conference play begins. So the Beavers play in a non-conference game against the Bobcats in downtown Portland there at Providence Park. So we'll be on hand for that game as well. And uh, we're trying to line up a bunch of fun guests. I can't make any promises yet, but I definitely got a couple really fun guests. Uh, at least I'm floating it to them. Uh, to see if they can swing by. But while I'm gone, there's an awesome golf scramble for students that's a fundraiser for the Missoula Education Foundation. And we wanted to do sort of a a celebrity uh, giveaway where you get a chance to play with, with first the, the idea was me, but then I got double booked and I have to go to Portland. So former co-host of this show, Ryan Tutel, he'll step in. He'll play on ESPN Montana's behalf. And you have an opportunity to play with him at the Missoula Country Club. September 14th, that's next Wednesday, the Golf Scramble for Students, uh, sponsored by the Missoula Education Foundation. And to register to play with Ryan, here's what you got to do. You need to text a scorecard from a recent round of golf. Any and all scorecards are applicable. 406-888-1029. Text us your scorecard. I know a lot of you out there, like myself personally, I keep score on the cart just for the habit of it, but I also... uh, 
keep score on an, on, a, on an app that tracks my scores throughout the year so I can have you know some statistics. And uh, so if you have one of those apps, too, you can just send us a screenshot of your, an app as well. All we need is a golf score. Text it to 888-1029. Three random winners will get to golf in the scramble with Ryan Tutel. Uh, we need them by Monday, though, so keep them coming in. And uh, just text us any and all evidence of you playing golf. The Scramble for Students is a golf tournament to support teachers and students hosted by the Missoula Education Foundation. The Shotgun Scramble start at uh, begins at 10 a.m. at the Missoula Country Club uh, next Wednesday. They are going to give you some breakfast, some lunch, uh, a no-host Bloody Mary and, and Bailey's Coffee Bar in the morning. You can purchase mulligans, raffle prizes, uh, and there's also going to be a bunch of prizes for the winning teams as well. If you want to play, text us your scorecards. Also, if you want to register your own team, you can certainly do that as well. MissoulaEDFoundation.org backslash events. That's MissoulaEDFoundation.org backslash events. Uh, happy and proud to partner with the Missoula Education Foundation. Uh, we've been doing this for a while now, so... Um, if you want to play golf with Ryan Tutel, like I said yesterday on the show, uh, no promises that my my guy's going to have a, a handicap any, anywhere in the teens. Uh, but who knows? I mean, he has been retired effectively for the last two years, so maybe he's just a stick. I really have no idea. But I promise you, it'll be a good time. Ryan is so fun to play golf with. He's so fun to do everything with because he's just a complete buffoon and just hilarious uh, all the time. Let's dive into some prep coverage here on Nuanas Now. We also uh, have our Treasure State Stars coming up. Treasure State Stars usually on Tuesdays, uh, but we'll have it for you here on your Wednesday as we are backed up uh, a day here on Nuanas Now. Let's go through the Class AA football scores first and foremost. Uh, a game that I thought was a, a sort of a prove-it game on both sides. Don't look now, but Billings West, a team that has played for the last two state championships and I believe has played for at least three, if not four, of the last six. One of the best programs in the state. They're off to an 0-2 start. And that is almost exclusively because they've played, in my estimation at least, the two other best teams in the state. Two-time defending state champion Missoula Sentinel beat them 21-14 in Billings to get the season started. But this last weekend, an eye-opening result, Helena Capital destroyed Billings West, 42-6. I don't know if people saw that one coming or not, uh, but Helena Capital certainly uh, announced its presence as a true double-A contender. We sort of thought that and predicted that. We had Kyle Mahelish on the show during our uh, state football previews during uh, the month of August, and you know, three Division One players on Helena Capital, but they're much more than just those headliners. They have a, a ton of depth. They're a very tough team, and they're off to a 2-0 start now. A good win in Bozeman and a better win over Billings West in Helena. So Capital uh, 2-0 and West 0-2. So a big statement win from the Bruins. A couple other pretty eye-opening results included Great Falls High now 2-0. They are having uh, a great start to their season. Uh, In their first year under Kota Cheetah, Mark Sampson retired after 38 years at the helm. Not all of them at Great Falls High, obviously, but that was his most recent stint, uh, the legendary football coach who had multiple stops across the state of Montana, whether it was at Carroll College or Helena Capital or Montana State Northern, and then back to Great Falls High. But Coach Cheetah's got Great Falls High off to a 2-0 start after they rolled Butte 41-17. They trailed 10-0 entering the second quarter and then just really caught fire. So uh, a good win for Great Falls, and they are now 2-0. And then the other team that's 2-0 in Class AA play is Bozeman Gallatin. Third year as a high school a young and up-and-coming coaching staff there at Bozeman Gallatin. And uh, now that they have two games under their belt after they rolled uh, Flathead this last weekend, they've outscored their first two opponents 40, or excuse me, 84-6. to Amazing. So Bozeman Gallatin uh, rolling as well. Gallatin, though, they have a, a true test now because they have rolled up a couple teams that aren't expected to be state championship contenders. And now they play a team that is expected to be a state championship contender but is backs against the wall, and that's the Billings West Golden Bears. Uh, So what does Gallatin do uh, to keep on rolling? What does Billings West do to get into the win column? That'll be a game to watch as well. Let's look at some Class A scores. Uh, Hamilton keeps on absolutely cruising. They destroy 
Their Southwestern A rival, Dillon, 34-7. to So the uh, Broncos, the state champions at the Class A level a year ago, they're off to a 2-0 start. Uh, all five of the top-ranked teams in Class A uh, are really, really off to strong starts. Laurel, uh, who's been one of the best teams in the division uh, in, the, in the classification for several years in a row now, uh, they are outscoring opponents 118-9 to so far. Lewistown, which is a great story, a school that has really turned their football fortunes around and been very good the last couple years, a semifinal team a year ago. They're outscoring their opponents 68-19 to so far. Billing Central is outscoring their opponents 84-19, to and Polson is outscoring their opponents 98-14. All four of those teams undefeated, as is Hamilton. Hamilton has scored 35 and 34 points, respectively. They've given up a total of seven points so far this season. So a great spot uh, for the Bronx as well. Columbia Falls, Libby, they are also 2-0. and So you have some of the familiar faces uh, in Class A uh, battling it out, but also off to uh, good starts. Class B, it's known as now ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television. Forrest Carlton pulls one out against Townsend. And they are off to a 2-0 start. So the Class B state champions extend their win streak from a year ago into uh, this year. The other uh, Class B schools off to great starts. Columbus, who's been really going there under Coach Fitzgerald the last couple years. Uh, They are off to a 2-0 start. Big Fork toppled Jefferson. That's Boulder for those keeping track of where Jefferson High School is at. 21-14 in double overtime. So that was a couple of the best teams in Class B facing off. Whitehall is up to 2-0, and and uh, they had a great win over Fairfield, 17-14. to And then Three Forks is off to a 2-0 start uh, as well. Missoula Loyola, who got off to a, uh, a start with a win, with a big win over Conrad, uh, they got drilled at Manhattan. So Manhattan rebounds from their season-opening loss where they didn't score a point against Florence, and they knock off Missoula Loyola to get to one and one. Columbus at Manhattan this week. That's probably your best uh, Class B game. At uh, the eight man level, the Class C eight man level, uh, Drummond Phillipsburg, that's the Flint Creek co op. They're trying for their uh, fourth crown in the last six years. And they rolled Shoto and Deer Lodge to start the season. So they're off to a 2 0 start. Belt is also 2-0, so they look like a contender. They throttled Fairview 30-12, and they also rolled up Joliet. Uh, excuse me, uh, the, the Fairview was their second win of the season for Belt. Joliet, though, also off to a, a good start, and they had a big win, 42-6 to uh, over Scobie. So uh, there you go. Probably your best eight-man game of the week, Fort Benton at Belt. So that's uh, number six versus number two in the latest uh, 406 MT Sports poll. Let's dive into our Treasure State Stars, highlighting some of the best individual performances from around the state of Montana. Treasure State Star number one is presented by Parkside Credit Union, by the way. Parkside Credit Union, a great place in western Montana, the best place in western Montana to get a loan because Parkside Credit Union loves to say yes. Treasure State Star number one, Reese Johnson. We had this game on SWX on Friday uh, because we were not on TV, and we have a TV in the studio that is stuck on SWX. So we had this game on, and the game was not quite over when we got off the air. So we sat here and watched the end of it. And Big Sky at Skyview, they were trying. Big Sky was trying their best to to not win this game. They but they rallied from a fourteen to seven deficit. Then they had it tied, and they had the ball in the red zone, and they weren't able to convert. But then they got the stop they needed, and then they're they're facing a huge play at, towards the end of regulation, and their junior quarterback Drew Martins. Gets knocked out of the game. He ended up coming back, but in the moment he was knocked out, Reese Johnson, who's only a sophomore, and he is our Treasure State star number one, he converted uh, with Big Sky facing a fourth and goal at the Skyview 16-yard line with six seconds left. He completed a pass uh, to Coulter Ramos for the game-tying touchdown. Then in overtime, Martins returns to the lineup, and he ends up scoring a five-yard touchdown uh, that proves to be the go-ahead and game-winning score. Martins threw for 19 for 30 for 163 yards and also had 58 yards rushing, but Reese Johnson 
the one that throws the touchdown pass to help the Big Sky Eagles push Billing Skyview into OT. They end up winning that game 20-14, to and uh, they get their first win uh, of the season. Treasure State star number two, a bunch of stars for Helena Capital in that big win over Billings West, but Tyler Kovic was very good. He had a 90-yard interception return for a touchdown, and he also ripped off a 27-yard rushing score. So Helena Capital, again, a 42-6 to win over Billings West. The Bruins off to a 2-0 start. Treasure State star number three, third week in a row, second week in a row, excuse me, that he's been on here, uh, Gage Slitter from Kalispell Glacier. He's the quarterback there. Uh, his one-yard touchdown run with a minute and seven seconds left helped lift Glacier to a 42-35 to win over Great Falls CMR. Slitter also threw four touchdown passes, so he's got 10, count them, 10 touchdown passes uh, through two weeks there for the Wolfpack, so a great start for him. Treasure State star number four, it's Rafe Longin from Great Falls High. Got to imagine he's related to Gage Longin, uh, Gabe Longin, excuse me, who plays for the Montana Grizzlies right now. Haven't been able to confirm that, but you have to assume a guy from Great Falls High who plays for the Grizz now, same last name. All right, but uh, Longin had a, an outstanding game in Great Falls High's uh, big win. He had a third-quarter interception that set up his third rushing touchdown of the game, and he also had a kick return for a touchdown. So three rushing TDs, a crucial interception, and a special teams touchdown for Rafe Longin. Number five, J.J. Dolan, who's an All-State defensive back at Missoula Sentinel the last couple years. He scored two first-half touchdowns on offense for the Spartans uh, as they defeated Bozeman High last week uh, in, a, in a good game uh, against the Hawks. And uh, Sentinel moved to 2-0, and and they are now have won 23 in a row. The two-time defending state champions have J.J. Dolan uh, a guy who's a great defensive player the last two years on those state championship teams and now getting a little run on offense as well. I know is uh, – uh-oh, we got uh, some power issues going on here. Uh, are we still on the radio? I guess I'll just keep on talking. I have no idea if we are on the radio or not. Uh, all of our power at Missoula Broadcasting Company uh, just went out. Uh, but we shall uh, keep on rolling, I guess. <laughs> Nuana's now. ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, unless your uh, television just went out. This is a first, doing a uh, radio show during a power outage. Um, so I'm just going to keep talking. I don't know how long we're going to uh, be here uh, or what this entails. <laughs> but here we are, doing a radio show in the dark. Uh, Treasure State star number six is Tyson Bowder. He is a, a dual-threat quarterback for the Hamilton Bronx. The inenviable task of following in the footsteps of both Carson and Tyson Rostad, each whom now play for the Montana Grizzlies. Bowder had four rushing touchdowns, and he threw a 33-yard touchdown pass for the Hamilton Bronx as they defeated Dillon 34-7. Some uh, non Football Treasure State stars, Treasure State star number seven, Phineas Colescott of Missoula Hellgate and Malia Bradford of Missoula Sentinel. They turned in the best times, respectively, at the Missoula Coaches XC Invite. The best boys time of the day was turned in by uh, Colescott, 15 minutes, 40.2 seconds. And uh, Bradford of Missoula Sentinel, she turned in the best girls time, 19 minutes, 39.8 seconds. Treasure State star number eight, Courtney Badbear. She's the older sister of Cola Badbear, who has reached great fame and popularity as one of the star players for the Montana State women's basketball team. Courtney Badbear, a head coach of the Billings Senior Bronx at the young age of 22 years old. She played on Senior's last state title team in 2014. That also happened to be Jeff Carroll's last season. He led the Senior Bronx to... 12 state titles during uh, his time, long time as Billings Senior's uh, head coach. But Bad Bear takes over at 22, and uh, she's got her squad off to a 2-0 start. So uh, a good story there coming out of Billings. The last time that uh, they won a trophy a year ago, and that was their first state trophy since 2017 at Senior, which is a far cry from the tradition that they've uh, experienced and the tradition that they have uh Established there at Billing Seniors. There you go. That's your Treasure State Stars. It's presented by Parkside Credit Union. 
the best place to get a loan in Western Montana because Parkside Credit Union loves to say yes. Uh, don't really know what to do here because we have some uh, guests coming in. We got some uh, phone calls that need to be made, and I don't know if we're online or not. So I guess if you're listening to ESPN Radio, I'm going to pseudo try to take a break and uh, go figure out what's going on here. And uh, either way, we will be uh, – oh, and Andrew says just keep on rolling. Okay, so uh, we'll, we'll keep on rolling here uh, at – Nuwana's now here on ESPN Radio. Uh, looks like Mike Anderson, the head coach of the Grizz hockey team, uh, just stepped in. A reminder, get those uh, scorecards in. The Golf Scramble for Students, a fundraiser for the Missoula Education Foundation, is next Wednesday. Uh for you to register, all you have to do is text us a picture of your scorecard or a recent golf score if you use an app. And we want those by Monday, September 12th, the Golf Scramble, your your opportunity to play with Ryan Tutel is next Wednesday uh, at the Missoula Country Club as part of an education, uh, Missoula Education Foundation fundraiser. Uh, the tournament raises money for teachers and students. Uh, the MEF, a great organization, if you want to register a team and you do not uh, win our opportunity to play with the superstar, you can by heading on over to MissoulaEdFoundation.org backslash events. That's MissoulaEdFoundation.org backslash events. Uh, I don't even know our status. Andrew, you probably can't talk to me. You can. Are we just we're recording into the podcast? What are we, what are we doing? <laughs> well, can you hear me? I think I we're. Can. You can. Okay, we're still going out over the air. Power nice. went out. Okay. I think power is out on a huge stretch of North Reserve up here, so that's what's happening. Okay. So we can roll like normal. I'm pretty sure I can send you to break right now if we need to. Well, let's let's go to break. I know Mike Anderson from the Grizz hockey team is here. I was just going to rattle off my NFL division winners because I finally got them locked in. We talked about it with Coach Marty yesterday, but it sounds like Mike Anderson from Grizz hockey. Uh, is here, and it sounds like we can also uh, take a break. So (laughs) if you're listening on the radio, awesome. This is why radio is awesome and, uh, you know, the most unbreakable of the medias. If you were watching on SWX Montana Television, I'm sorry. Maybe you can find your way to a radio, or maybe you still have power. Maybe we're still on TV. I have no idea, but it is Nuanas now on 1029 ESPN Missoula. We'll be back with some Grizz Hockey Talk. Uh, right after this, keep it right here on 1029 FM ESPN Radio. Are you having a bad day? Did you get hurt and it wasn't your fault? Are you in trouble? No matter what has you down, you can take action and help yourself by letting Schulte Law Firm help you. Schulte Law Firm litigates injury, criminal, and civil matters, providing expert advocacy in any situation. Here with Dwight Schulte from Schulte Law Firm. When it comes to criminal defense, what's an example of why someone could or should call Schulte Law? Criminal defense happens on somebody's worst day, you know, and it doesn't mean that someone's a bad person. We all make mistakes. We all make choices that maybe aren't the best choice, and that can lead to dramatic consequences in somebody's life. So we're really focusing on personal injury and criminal defense. We do a lot of different areas of the law, though. We have a strong background in real estate. Um, We handle family law for clients, ton of mediations. The ultimate reality is, is that people have bad days. And that's when you need our help. That's when you need to call Schulte Law Firm because we know the players, we know the game. We can put people in the best position to achieve the outcome they want. If you've had a bad day, visit jschultilaw.com. We're only here for the new experiences. I hear that we're actually still on TV as well. What's up, everybody? Nuana's now ESPN Radio as well as SWX Montana Television. Our TV is not working. As you can see, we're in the dark, uh, but there's a huge power outage. Big windstorm here in Missoula. No power on North Reserve, uh, but we are still on the radio. We're still on the TV. We're still on the ESPN Montana app. So uh, thanks for being with us, no matter how you're tuning in. And uh, if you are in the same area as us, that's what's going on. I mean, everybody's not uh, is without power. So uh, here we are. Happy to be coming to you through the ESPN Montana studio. 
here live at the Missoula Broadcasting Company, Missoula Broadcasting, locally owned and operated for more than 15 years and proud to say so. We're now joined in studio by Grizz hockey coach Mike Anderson and one of his players, Owen Lee. Uh, what's up, boys? I'm sorry, this is uh, this is Owen's first time in here, so this is uh, not the ideal scenario, but I mean, you know, we're still hanging out, so how you guys doing? Doing well. It's nice with the natural light now, you know, we get the... Sun shining through, even though it's cloudy. It's a nice little vibe we got. <laughs> so, Owen, first we'll start with you. Just tell people about your background. Where, where are you from? What's your position? How long have you been here in Missoula? Uh, I'm from Invermere, BC, a little town up in the Canadian Rockies. Um, yeah, I've been this. This is my third year in Missoula, and every year seems to get better and better. And the culture around hockey here is growing and growing, and I love it. So. Well, I mean, that must be a pretty cool experience for you to come up, come from a uh, crazy a place that's crazy about hockey. You're going to school here in Montana, and then they add hockey. So, I mean, were you going to come to school here in the first place anyways? No. Originally, I wasn't. I was supposed to go to school in St. Louis, and it didn't work out. And I played juniors here, and my teammate, Henry, he messaged oh, me. Nice. He said, hey, we got a team. It's going. And that's what got me down here, Henry and Mike. Well, and that's kind of like what you guys want, right, Mike? I mean, you, you kind of want uh, guys that have played hockey at a high level, and if they just happen to find their way to Missoula and then fall in love with Missoula, it seems like a perfect fit. Yeah, Owen was a, a big uh, target for us. I coached him with the Bruins, so I know he's been in the area. He liked it a lot. It took some some maneuvering and, and encouraging, but it you know it's great when your players are recruiting too. Uh, it shows that we have a healthy culture. Guys just want to win and have the best players around, so Hank – uh, reaching out to Owen is a big sign for us that we have something pretty good going on here. So we're happy to have him, though, for sure. Owen, just take us through uh, last year. I've been around Missoula for you know the better part of, of 20 years during my 35 years on uh, on the earth. And uh, the the men's league in Montana and in Missoula has always been very popular. I have all sorts of buddies that play hockey. Uh, and so, But there was – a little bit of a question. I mean, I knew that hockey was going to be well-received in this community, but I didn't know if it was going to be like it was. And and last year was was pretty crazy. I mean, it was pretty cool to see how much people really loved Grizz hockey. So, I mean, just talk about that, what that was like for you guys as players. Well, when we stepped in, we thought, you know, we're just going to we're just going to get to do what we keep on doing and we get to play. And then as more and more people started showing up and more and more people started talking about us and growing, you know, the program grew and grew and people showed up. And they want to watch us play, and it's something really special. And we all we all love it. It's what brings people here. You played up in uh, in Canada, and then you played for the Missoula Bruins. So, uh, what's how would you just compare contrast this level of hockey? It's it's different. It's you're playing against you know you're playing against men. For, I, mean, I mean, right? I mean, most it's a quote unquote college league, but most of the guys you're playing against are in their early to mid twenties, right? Yeah, and it's there's a lot of development. I mean. When you're playing college hockey, you're coming out of juniors, you're 21, 22 years old, and you know, you're, you've developed physically, you're ready to go, you're, you're ready to take that next step, and you're that much more mature, so we do better in the classroom, and we play a lot better too, and it's a lot more difficult. Owen oh, Lee, Mike Anderson joining us here in studio, it's Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. Every Wednesday, we'll have a little Grizz hockey action for you moving forward. We're also going to have some Seattle Kraken action for you here uh, on the radio as well, we are happy to announce we become the official affiliates of uh, the uh, the Seattle Kraken. So we'll have some talk around that, some talk about the NHL as well, and uh, of course weekly talk uh, about the Grizz hockey team. Probably have some ticket giveaways coming up as well. Stay tuned for that because we have a couple uh, potential partners here in Missoula that are going to make that element of the show uh, really fun. Coach, tell us about just uh, this off season because last off season it was part getting a roster together, part sort of you know, getting the program ready to launch. Now it's a whole offseason where you're trying to get better. You're trying to probably do a lot more of roster management and try to, you know, make the team really good. So, I mean, what's it been like this last offseason? It's been a little bit different, but some of the same stuff. We had 17 guys coming back, and that's still not enough for a full roster. So it was another year of pretty heavy recruiting, trying to get more guys here. We're a super healthy amount now. We have 29 total with a couple extra guys hanging around and if someone gets hurt or leaves so it's a very different story than last year uh but it was we got a pretty uh, talented group of guys coming in it's a a big step up as far as the talent goes and we're pretty excited to debut and see what we got oh and how would you just describe the the style uh, of this team i mean what do you hope uh is similar to a year ago and what do you hope is different as well i mean how do you guys how would this team be different than last year's 
you know, last year there was a lot of guys coming back in and feeling each other out and seeing what our style is. And a lot of, we want possession of the puck and we want to make passes and we want to get pucks to the net. And we've got a whole group that are ready to buy into that style and a whole group that are really good at doing it. So the opener right around the corner, I mean, we're three weeks and a couple days uh, away. So uh, remind me who you guys open with. We are going to open with the University of Idaho. Okay. Uh, we were going to do Providence. They've had some issues with their program, had to reschedule quick. So we open with Idaho. And the next weekend, we have Western Washington, which I just said in a very strange way, but Western Washington did it again. <laughs> but they are coming in for a home and home. Then we have MSU. They're, they're Division II team. So we have three weekends in a row with home, home game. It's going to be a lot of fun. What's the biggest point of emphasis between now and then? I mean, what are you guys trying to take care of? What do you think you need to shore up? I think the conditioning is a big part of it, making sure their legs are game ready, their lungs are game ready, uh, and then just implementing our structure and style that we really want. So a lot of film sessions, a lot of practice where we're trying to implement through game-like drills and making sure everyone's on the same page is what we're really trying to go for. Play that good base. Oh, and if you were – obviously you guys aren't having any problem uh, selling tickets. <laughs> but, but for people out there that haven't watched yet, I mean, what's the selling point for this team? I guess what, what, what do you think makes you fun to watch? What do you think this Grizz team does well that would be appealing to fans? We're a fast team. We're a fast group, and we're a big group. We skate hard, and we're ready to throw a body, and we're ready to do whatever it takes to win and represent University of Montana and Missoula. September 30th, Grizz Hockey returns both on these airwaves – uh, and to the Glacier Ice Rink, Idaho, uh, in town for that home opener. We'll have all the action on ESPN Radio, uh, on the ESPN Montana app. Uh, throughout the season, home and away games. So very much looking forward uh, to covering uh, Grizz Hockey again. Uh, anything else you guys got cooking? Anything else you want to talk about? Anything else you want to add? I think the biggest thing to add is the the level of play is going to go way up as far as our schedule and the team that we have this year. A lot of returners who had not played for a while after before last year, and now here they are another year under their belt. Then a lot of new guys, even Owen right here, only played three games for us last year, came in second semester, then got really sick for a bit. So I think we're going to surprise a lot of teams with, with what we got, and we have some big teams in the schedule. University of Mary's coming here. They won the last two national championships at our level. Wow. So we're going to play them. We're playing uh, Williston State, who's a lot better. Botno, who went to Nationals, made the Final Four last year. So we got a pretty intensive schedule, and I think we're ready for it for sure. What's the process of making a schedule like? I mean, is you just calling coaches, or how do you go about doing this? That's a good question for Tucker, for the most part. <laughs> right, Tucker Tuck started handles that. Yep. But uh, I've had a few, like the Botno coach I, I've known for a long time. He reached out to me, then I – and then that kind of went through me, but for the most part, that's Tucker's deal. I think it is it's through the rink, it's through the coaches, it's it's a bit of a process. Grizaki just around the corner, three weeks and two days away. Mike Anderson, Owen Lee joining us here uh, in studio. Uh, thanks for coming and hanging out with me in the dark, guys. It's very soothing. Yeah, <laughs> I want some smooth jazz to play here. <laughs> that's right. Well, best of luck with everything, guys, and uh, we'll catch up with you throughout the season. Sounds good. Sounds great. Nuwana's Now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN Montana app. I know we, uh, we look like we're in the shadows because the power is out here on North Reserve in Missoula. Uh, hopefully they get us back up and running. But either way, uh, we're still doing your favorite show, so hang with us. Uh, on the other side, we have a wing at Wednesday. I'm not sure if we can actually receive phone calls, but I do know we can receive texts. So we'll, we're going to give you a dozen wings from the Desperado Sports Tavern and Grill. And we'll also talk some fantasy football that's how we're going to take you home here on hour number one. Keep it right here. Nuwana's Now, ESPN Radio. It's now on 102.9 ESPN Missoula. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. Radio in the dark. Welcome back. Don't even have to wear my tinfoil hat. What's up, everybody? Nuwana's Now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, even though it might be a little dim. And the ESPN Montana app, uh, 50-50 we have video there, but we certainly have audio on the ESPN Montana app. So no matter how you're tuning in, appreciate you for being here. About 15 minutes from now, we'll have our ESPN Roundtable, our long-form interview for the week, and uh, we'll be joined by legendary Grizz, former Grizz head football coach, Joe Glenn. Excited for that. Joe coached at South Dakota as well, and South Dakota's in town, so we'll We'll give uh, a little update on him, uh, some memories from his time at both Montana in the early 2000s and South Dakota in the early 2010s, and uh, just catch up with one of the nicest 
and uh, most affable guys that the University of Montana has seen as a football coach or, or otherwise. How about this for a much-anticipated return? I was actually at a, a little mixer down there at the Missoula Country Club last night. Appreciate uh, the Midtown Association and uh, all the fine folks at Blackfoot Communications for inviting me down. Uh, but one of the things I heard from uh, the the people that uh, were down there was, we want back the wings. We want the wing at Wednesday back. So here we are on a Wednesday, and we got a dozen wings from the Desperado Sports Tavern and Grill. We're going to try to have you call us first. So right now, caller number 3, 406-888-1029. That's 888-1029. We have a basket of wings from the Desperado Sports Tavern and Grill, the best wings in the city of Missoula, as voted on by you, the Missoula voting public. 406-888-1029. That's 888-1029. Caller number 3. We got a dozen wings for you to the uh, Desperado Sports Tavern and Grill. What we do for the wings or what we talk about around the wings has continued to evolve over the, the 10 years of uh, the Desperado and their their consistent and unwavering support of us here uh, at ESPN Radio. Slightly a little fancy football, though. I've had a couple drafts in the last couple days. And uh, I'll tell you just a little insight into some of my strategies. It's actually funny because I was always the sports guy who was terrible at fantasy football. I, I was just the the butt of all the jokes from all my friends. And, you know, how do you do sports for a living? And you get to analyze this and talk about this for your job, and you still stink at fantasy football. Well, uh, last year I, uh, I really engaged in it, and I'm not going to lie, having sports gambling legal in Montana, it just helps you follow – the National Football League at such a higher level. And so your boy went out and played for the championship in all four of his leagues and won three of them. So it was a great fantasy football year for me a year ago. I also had a little bit of luck, and it always is going to take some luck. It's going to take the guys you draft staying healthy, and it's also going to take some of the guys you draft balling out. I have... Drafted Cooper Cup in my fantasy drafts for for four or five years in a row, however long he's been in the NFL. Because I got to know him really well when he was playing in Eastern Washington. And so, you know, I also knew that he was going to be a, a productive player. Now, did I know? I always thought Cooper Cup was going to be exactly what he was his first couple years in the league. And that, that was a high-volume guy that catch a bunch of balls, you know, have 1,000, 1,100 yards in a year half a dozen to, to eight or nine touchdowns. No one could have predicted what Cooper Cup did a year ago. I mean, it's one of the greatest single offensive seasons in the history of the National Football League. But having Cup on all my teams because of my affinity for him uh, certainly helped. I also got uh, so jobbed this year because in all three leagues I've had a draft in so far, everybody knew that I love me some Cooper Cup, and now everybody knows about Cooper Cup, so I didn't get Cooper Cup in any of my leagues. But it's fascinating to watch Cooper Cup and otherwise. Just the, That's sort of a, a microcosmic example of what's going on uh, in the fantasy football world. By the way, you're listening to Nuanas now, and if you're on North Reserve, there isn't any power out here. Northwestern Energy knows that. They're working on it. I can't see all the way to the stoplights, but if the stoplights are out, roll slow. Be cautious out there. You know, take care of each other. And... Uh, Keep on listening to, to us here at the radio. Our uh, engineer, Tommy, who is so smart that he has this place hooked up to a generator, which is why we're still on the radio even though I'm broadcasting in the dark. He says close to 3,000 people in Missoula are out of power. There's trees down. There's uh, on the on-ramps on North Reserve. Traffic piled up. Lights out at the reserve in various intersections, so please uh, take stay tuned for updates. Sounding like uh, repairs are going to take several hours here, so uh, stay safe out there. If you don't have to drive anywhere, don't. If you have to drive somewhere, avoid North Reserve, and if you are absolutely having to go down North Reserve, uh, please be careful and uh, and drive slow. The prevalence and uh, priority on receivers in fantasy football, though, has been uh, quite an evolution. 
and, and we're in this spot now where there's been this devaluing of running backs in the NFL, but not necessarily devaluing of running backs that are feature backs in the world of fantasy football. But I think that there's a lot of different premier, top-notch running backs right now in the NFL that people are wondering, are they going to get hurt? I mean, the number one, the top guys on everybody's board, uh, the, the top projected picks by the fantasy football prognosticators, Jonathan Taylor, he, he's ranked as the number one fantasy football player uh, in the NFL. Part of that's because he's a 1,500-yard rusher a year ago, and he can also catch the ball out of the backfield. He's one of the most diverse and dual-threat running backs in the league. Also part of that, though, is he's only had the one good year. So there's not a lot of chance – there's not as high of a chance, I should say, for a slump – and he also just has a lot less tread on the tires. Derrick Henry, elite. But he's had monster carry numbers the last couple of years. Now, that's an intriguing thing and, and a, a thing that you want. But you also have to worry about when does he run out of, of good fortune? When does he run out of stamina? There's a lot of stuff there. Uh, with Derrick Henry. Christian McCaffrey is another guy that's been really, really good when he's been healthy, but he's had a hard time staying healthy. Saquon Barkley, another guy that's been really good when he's healthy, but had a hard time staying healthy. Nick Chubb, where are we at with all the tread on his tires? I mean, how much can he give you? So if you haven't done your fantasy football drafts yet, my biggest piece of advice would be think against the grain. In a lot of ways, uh, look at Tommy coming in here with a delivery lamp. This is amazing. Uh, this is uh, at its finest. We'll see. Is this going to work? No, nope, not going to work. <laughs> hey, look at us. Let there be light. This is like when Thomas Edison invented the light bulb. We are uh, on the radio, and we actually have light as well. Uh, so thanks for tuning in. Thank you, Tommy. Appreciate it. Thank you for all the updates. Keep them coming in. And remember, people, the uh, it's going to take a while for them to fix this mess. So uh, be careful. Stay safe. Uh, you're listening to Nuanas Now here uh, on ESPN. The you got to think a little bit against the grain, though, here, because you definitely want to have your running backs shored up. You want to have as many running backs on your roster. I mean, I always like to carry four, five, six guys because you never know when one guy is going to be questionable or doubtful or he's going to be out. So uh, you want to have another guy that's going to at least get you some sort of carries and can score some sort of points there. But when it's when you're talking about your first couple picks, I wouldn't hesitate to go snag a Cooper Cup or a Justin Jefferson or a Stephon Diggs or a Debo Samuel or even a Travis Kelsey, maybe even Kyle Pitts, Mark Andrews, some of those tight end guys. Those guys are going to produce at a super high level, and they're also going to have such a higher volume, which means a higher chance to score big points and win you games in the fantasy football world. I also think that there's a lot of debate on when you take quarterbacks. But I do think one of the best guys, I think there's two guys that have incredibly high value in your fantasy leagues. The guys that are that are going to be uh, taken off the board, they're in those top you know, 40 to 50 picks. Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, maybe uh, Lamar Jackson. But I would wait a little bit because chances are, depending on how many teams are in your, in your league, but there's a good chance you're going to be into the 6th, 7th, 8th, ninth rounds and Joe Burrow, who I think is poised to have a huge year, and Tom Brady, who's always really solid and I think probably has another huge year in him, are probably still going to be available. So if you can get those guys, I think that's really good. There's also been the uh, sort of tried-and-true strategy of handcuffing uh, your running backs. I think one of the best handcuffs you can get, if you can swing it, is the Cleveland handcuff if Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. And I also think that there's a, there's a real possibility out there where you could play both those guys together uh, because I do think that the Browns are going to run the ball early and often, especially early in the season here with Deshaun Watson's status, uh, TBD. And uh, Kareem Hunt's a really good player. Nick Chubb's an outstanding player. Uh, I think they're going to want to keep the miles off of Chubb so maybe he isn't getting like true feature back 18 to 25 carries a game. So uh, that's definitely something to uh, – to look at as well. But I would say when you're doing your draft, pay attention a little bit to filling out your positions, obviously. But once you get a, a guy at running back, a guy at receiver, a guy at tight end, especially if you get a couple of the elite guys at two out of three of those, then 
just put a high priority on who is the best value there, but also think about, is this guy a number one? Is he the number one receiver? Is he the number one running back? Is he a true feature? The Ravens run the ball better than anybody in the league, but they always do it by committee. So I, I would stay away from Ravens running backs. The 49ers, unless you get them later in the rounds. I mean, J.K. Dobbins is a good pick if you're getting him you know, 12, 13 picks in. Uh, the Niners were by committee, but I think they're going to be a little bit less by committee because they just don't have as much depth there in San Francisco. So that was a strategy you used to take with 49ers running backs, maybe take a couple of them and stream them. But now maybe Elijah Mitchell is a guy you want to go after. Uh, I also think that rookie running backs have more value than ever, and second-year running backs do as well, just because, again, they don't have so many miles. They don't have so much wear and tear on them. And I'm not saying that I'm some clairvoyant guy and that Derrick Henry's going to for sure get hurt or Christian McCaffrey's going to for sure break down or Saquon Barkley isn't going to make it through the season healthy again. But here's the deal. No one is immortal. I mean, Jamal Lewis, one of the greatest running backs in terms of a small sample size, one of the most powerhouse and powerful running backs we've seen in the NFL. Well, after he had a couple 350 carry seasons, what happened to him? Completely fell off a cliff, wasn't any good anymore. Larry Johnson, same thing. Priest Holmes, same thing. Ricky Williams, same thing. I know, the, And those guys are sort of the guys that created the load management. And I know that Derrick Henry is the biggest physical freak that's maybe ever played the running back position in terms of his pure mass and size. But he's not i mean he might he looks like a greek god but he's not actually a god there's going to be a moment in time where he gets and it's going to be not even necessarily that he gets pounded into the the turf as much as it's just going to be an unlucky deal that happens to him and again i don't know when it's going to happen i'm just saying be pragmatic be a little bit careful be cautious about uh the guys that have already had a bunch of uh wear and tear a bunch of tread on the tires Already. So there you go. That's your fantasy football updates presented by the Desperado Sports Tavern and Grill. Also, thanks to the Despo for their amazing and uh, great sponsorship throughout the last 10 years and for bringing Wing It Wednesday back. And congratulations to our winner of Wing It Wednesday as well. Hour one in the books, hour two coming at you. One of your favorite Montana Grizzlies, the last man to win a national championship at the University of Montana, Joe Glenn, joins us to tell stories about Grizz football, South Dakota football, and everything in between. Maybe we'll even get him to sing us a song. I don't know if he still has his piano or not. Cowboy Joe, Joe Glenn, joining us next for our ESPN Roundtable. Keep it right here. It's Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia? When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org.